0: Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. I am ridiculously tired, but that's okay. How is everybody doing so far today?
1: You had your uh, you had your sleepover last night. That's what it was, right?
0: Yeah, the sleepover stream, I always end up staying up too late. Even though we were having a good time. We were all just kind of talking about our hair. It was a real sleepover party. we were all talking about all the different stuff we do with our hair. Oh, that sounds beautiful like virtually braiding each other's hair basically and then doing writing sprints occasionally (laughs) do a writing sprint braid each other's hair talk about different hair textures we have and what products we use for them
1: talked about keto care and um, everyone watching check out forever home friends Instagram click the link in the bio vote for forever home friends in the FedEx uh, grant competition
0: thank you so much yeah guys I'm entering small business grant competition Vote for me, you can vote. I mean, if you vote yesterday, you can vote every 24 hours, so.
1: Vote, get out there and vote like we're getting 45 out of office.
0: I even um, put it in the chat right here.
1: Fantastico. Anyway, how's everyone doing this morning? Yeah, I'm actually like hyper energized because I fell asleep super early last night.
0: <laughs> I am so jealous of you right now.
1: <laughs> um, no, I had a good run this morning. Um, I, I got up at six immediately. Took my morning dope. Like Rachel Hollis says not to do. <laughs> 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 Hydrated myself. I think the one thing that gurus keep forgetting to say is that you don't drink coffee first thing in the morning. You drink water. Like, downing water wakes me up so much. And it's not that it wakes me up faster. It's that it's, that it's like what I need first. My body's not craving of, coffee. Wa-
0: I drank a lot of water this morning, and now I'm drinking coffee, and I'm still pretty tired. But that's just because today was a struggle.
1: Like, I'll wake up and I don't even get out of bed. And I took my first sip of water. Um, so that's sort of, I think that's been helping me a little bit. And, um, yeah, I took some pre-workout. Actually, one thing I did differently today is I did not fall down the, uh, the email pit of despair. I didn't check any of my emails. I just took my pre-workout. I went for my run.
0: That's good. That sounds like you were doing it right.
1: And it was great. Um, I got stalked by a cat. This cat oh, that's just- fun. He just did not trust me. He was like, what are you doing on my street? I, 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 I live here, not you. And like, he just started following me and it, it, it threw me off my rhythm because I was like, this guy really wants to beat me up. So I, I had to take my camera out and record this cat that was like, no, this is my street. This is my turf. I saw that sounds I saw amazing. A cat. He was cute. I didn't see any pelicans today. The, the, those are always my favorite birds to see, but I'm sure I'll see one later. Um, Yeah, it was a good run. I mean, I, I love I love running City Park in the morning because it's not that crowded. Now I'm back here, um, looking at. I, I don't want to say specific stocks. I'm looking at stocks right now just to try and figure out what good buy prices are. And I'm talking to you.
0: Fantastic. Well, yeah, sounds like you had a good morning. I'm. Did you see
1: Roblox morning. yesterday? I sent you that. I
0: know you were telling me you that Roblox has been. Roblox went public yesterday and it just it shot up
1: opening bell at fifty four point four four I mean well, that's it sounds a crypto like jump.
0: sounds like you made a good investment, dude.
1: Anyone who wasn't looking at Roblox just doesn't understand where attention is today. Well
0: see, after you said that I was like maybe I'll invest in Roblox because I'll see. And you're like, it's a risk. And then I was like, eh, it's a risk. I won't do it. And then- No one
1: listened to this as an investment advice. I'm not telling you to invest it. I'm certainly not trying to pump up the price of a stock. Don't invest in it. Don't take my advice. Do your research before making any investments. Okay, there. Got my disclaimer out of the way. Yeah, you, you gotta always have the disclaimer. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. I mean, I am I, I, I doubt was watching this stream, but if they do, they're like, fuck this guy. You're in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's say hi to some people in the chat. I'm glad that we have, um, even though we switched to a new channel, I'm glad we still have, we have almost 30 people here, which is cool. So it seems like the new channel is working out well. Um, hopefully we can get this new channel monetized pretty soon. How many subs do we have on the new channel?
1: I look like what I said doesn't qualify as for advice because it's not like I can go back in time and invest in it. That's true, Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I get insecure when I talk about finance. I'm like, what am I breaking the rules? Because there's so many rules. It's one of the most regulated industries. Oh, I industries.
0: know. I, I'm a, I I do uh, copy editing at, for a finance company. That's one of my side gigs. I have so many side gigs. One of my side gigs is that I do copy editing for a finance company, and they send me all their blog posts and articles and customer advice for me to edit. And every once in a while I'll have like suggestions and they're like, nope, that violates this rule. Can't phrase it that way. That violates this rule. And I'm like, Oh, you, you can't actively (laughs) sell whatsoever. It's so difficult. Like, that's why, if you hear,
1: if you see these online gurus talking about finance, they have zero qualifications. The fact that they're trying to like sell you like that, tells like they're via, if they actually had licenses, they would lose their licenses immediately.
0: (laughs) Oh dude, we're at almost 300 subscribers on this new channel.
1: It only that's took me exciting. Co- it's because I signed it and posted feet pics
0: oh okay yeah well go ahead and post some more feet pics and title them like free feet pics and then we will get more and more subscribers See, we're not monetized yet so we can afford to do anything we want
1: my feet gets you so many people because like if I put up my right foot it's for the people that like you know like the, the pretty foot that's well taken care of and if I put up my <laughs> left foot it's for the people that like the gritty athlete's foot disgusting foot so like we're getting both feet both ends of the foot spectrum
0: oh perfect perfect See, you're just a professional feet picks artist, and that's why it's why I keep you around.
1: I'm the Zoolander of feet. I throw some <laughs> blue steel.
0: Um, that, that I got know? a comment yesterday from someone that apparently I leave you hanging on your jokes sometimes, so I wanted to apologize for that. I didn't even realize I did that. That makes me feel bad. It's like I don't get <laughs> <out> enough jokes. <laughs> no, 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 I did. No, your jokes are you are hilarious. But someone was like, Savvy, why do you always leave RK hanging? And I was like, what? And they were like, well, like, when he tells a joke, you sometimes you leave, leave him hanging. hanging. And I was like, I didn't even realize. So I'm, I apologize. for I thinking. didn't even notice. But thank I didn't you, even notice that person. I did either. But now I'm going to be extra conscious that when you tell a good joke, I am going I'm to laugh. I'm even done if telling it's a jokes. bad joke, even if it's a terrible joke, Dude. I will still laugh.
1: I'm that way with indie books, and I'm never going to change no matter what people say. Everyone's always like, no, you got to give honest reviews. Fuck that. You think these big publishing houses get honest reviews all the time? No. If someone is an indie author, I don't care if the book sucks. I'm lying and saying it's great. I'm five-starring it. That's valid, dude. You have plenty of people out there who will say this book sucks. I don't need to be one of them.
0: Well, now Sorry. that you – well, you've reviewed all my books, and now I'm worried that secretly they sucked, but you don't want to say that because we're friends, and you're like, ah, plenty of other people will tell Savvy her books suck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, is, that's exactly it. it.
1: I, I you, No matter – you'll never know how I truly feel about your books. I might truly love them. I might actually hate them, but you're my friend. I'm sure you deal with a lot of hate on the internet. You really that, I don't get it when people are like, friends shouldn't lie to you because – Like, real friends should be honest with you because uh, no one else in the real world will. It's like, what real world are you living in? I mean, in my real world, everyone wants to tear me down. I go to friends so I don't get torn down.
0: That makes sense. I'm just, I'm the kind of person who wants everybody to be brutally honest with me at 100% of the time. Friends, strangers, everyone. You don't have to. I won't come to you for that. And that's one thing I like because, like, I appreciate that about Tyler because people say, like, don't have your spouse read your work to give you feedback. And I'm like, no, dude. If I give Tyler a book that I wrote, he's going to have a million criticisms for it immediately. And that's why I like your husband and I'm your friend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, normally I think people say that like your spouse is more biased because they love you or whatever.
1: Oh, I tell Erin that all the time. I, I and she's—we're not even married, but I'm just like Erin. I don't like. She tells me my writing's good all the time. I'm just like, no, you—you you don't count.
0: You don't—you don't, you well, don't count. Like, it's like I'll give my mom my writing, but for the most part, I just give it to her because she wants to read it. Like, I don't think I don't believe that my mom is going to give me any criticism. And sometimes she does, but they're usually like, "Savvy, you swear too much." I find it—I find it off-putting. But other than that, it'll be like it'll be like, oh, this was so beautiful. I loved it so much. I'm like, thank you, mom. That's very kind. And she'll be like, I swear it's not because I'm your mom. And I'm like, you can say that, but it's a subconscious bias. Yeah. And then I give it to Tyler and he'll be like, this part didn't make sense. I didn't like this part. This part was boring. The phrasing here was cringe. You posted cringe over here. And I'll be like, oh, thank you for letting me know. I will say, I don't just post uh, five-star reviews.
1: I do actually read the book. I just if if I dislike it, I keep it to myself. I'll write it in my journal from now on. Speaking okay. of which, I didn't journal last night. That sucks. I need to do that.
0: Well, everyone, send your if you're an author, send RK your books because he's basically promising everyone five star reviews because he's too much of a well, soft. Only boy. if
1: you're indie published. If you're a traditional published, I'm going to tear the shit oh, out shit. of you.
0: Okay. Well, so '90s Kids is getting traditionally published. So not are you a small to- press. I'm not going to ruin Muse. I'm not going to say like, man, you should close doors down. Fuck Cincinnati. No, Yeah, I am getting published by a small press, but I was hoping I would finally get an honest review from you. I hope you would read it and be like, this book sucks. I've actually hated Savvy's writing all the time. Oh, that's where Karen Dover's from. I'll follow you back on Twitter right now. I was
1: wondering, like, I knew you, but I forgot from there. Okay, good, good. Now, now I know. Yeah, no, I'm not, I mean, because no, I want to support Muse Media. Yeah, again, once your, once your books blow up, there are going to be plenty of people telling you you suck. I don't need to be one of them. Okay, That's so true. I need, I need to I don't need to finish it right now. Actually, I introduced Erin to Animal House. That was our night.
0: That sounds fantastic.
1: She actually laughed a lot more than I was expecting her to.
0: Animal House is a pretty funny movie.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It has it has some horribly aged humor, but kick back, enjoy the yeah. Lucy. Um,
0: makes me makes me miss college. I miss my frat. That boy days. makes you
1: miss college.
0: Everything everything does. That's the thing, guys. I've talked about this. How like my my extrovert side is just like it just takes over me so much to the point where like I loved college because you could like like I like you could live in a house with like dozens of other people and that was normal, or you could live like you could live in rooms with tons of other people. One summer, I had some friends and I we. Put like 10 to 13 people in an apartment, it kind of rotated. And a lot of people were like, oh, that was the most stressful summer ever. And I was like, no, dude, that was the best summer ever. Even though we had no air conditioning and like 13 people in an apartment, it was fantastic because I was never lonely. (laughs) So that's my greatest fear is being lonely for even like two seconds. I was going to say, you sound like
1: if you were to magically wake up with a superpower, I think you'd be a villain, like not purposely. I think you would just accidentally have a power that sucks the energy from everyone in the room to energize yourself.
0: No, I don't think I would
1: do that. Cause you feed on the energy of other people. And so if we (laughs) turn that into a superpower, it would
0: destroy everyone else around you. Well, I'm glad that in real life, me feeding on other people's energy doesn't actually take it away from oh, them.
1: In real life, you ener- I'm sure you energize other people as much as they energize you. I'm describing <laughs> you. I guess we could take it in two directions. As a supervillain, you're draining everyone to feed yourself. As a superhero, you're creating a nice symbiotic relation of mutually charging one another. Mm-hmm. Like you hug a tree and a forest pops up and you get recharged. Speaking of which, so I I know we have to sort of talk about Gwyneth Paltrow on here. Yeah, talk
0: about Gwyneth Paltrow or whatever. But I saw the funniest
1: meme. I I saw (laughs) the funniest meme tweet. It was Elon, and it's an old one, it's the age one, but it was like, Elon Musk is offering $100 million uh, for someone to develop uh, the most efficient uh, carbon-reducing uh, machine on the planet. And someone quote tweeted it and said, Elon Musk is offering $100 million for someone to invent a forest.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which just goes back to the theory that Elon Musk is an alien, because I don't think he understands how, how nature works.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a good question. <laughs> Who is more likely to be an alien, Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg? Although I'm pretty sure we've already had this conversation.
1: Wait, here's the better debate then. Who is... Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Who's the robot? Who's the alien?
0: Oh, yeah. I think maybe maybe this is what we were talking about. Who's the robot? Who's the alien? I think
1: Zuckerberg's the robot. I would say robot.
0: Zuckerberg's the robot. Elon Musk is the alien. That would be my guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like Elon Musk has morals. We just don't know what they are.
0: And Zuckerberg, yeah. and Zuckerberg just
1: is a binary
0: Like I feel like Elon Musk Like do, does believe and feel Things in, inside of him I just think that he he does so on a different Scale than most humans are used to And I think maybe it's because he's just He's from another planet and on his Planet what he's the way he behaves is Totally normal
1: I was just watching an episode of Star Trek yep I'm watching Star Trek everyone Yes <laughs> our
0: guys watching Star Trek I'm so excited uh, I'm so happy you're watching face? Star Trek
1: Yar, lieutenant. Oh,
0: Yar, yeah, yeah, from she, from next generation. Gets,
1: yeah, she gets kidnapped, and it's just this huge misunderstanding of cultural divide, and uh, and Picard is trying to navigate uh, the importance of honor on this planet. Without disrespecting their king, and also getting yar back, and not getting walked all over. It's real. Picard, Picard's so smart,
0: dude. I love Picard because he's so smart. Yeah, he's always like he's so perfectly diplomatic. When I so watched, perfectly when I watched the first season of of the Next Generation, I was like, Picard is a perfect human and has no flaws. And then I would talk to Tyler about this, and he's like, "You don't think Picard has any flaws?" And I guess he kind of does. Like down the line, you start to see like his like when he feels like he's put in a difficult place. But in the first season, he's like, "Dude, he is the smoothest, smoothest person. He is just like every conflict that comes his way, he handles like with perfect professionalism." And I'm like, "Damn, you are someone to look up to."
1: And they started it off strong with him surrendering. To, uh, to Q. Also, I'm wondering now Q, as I Q say uh,
0: it Q is fantastic. Uh, Q comes back like so many times. Q, Q
1: is cool. I'm happy Q to hear Q comes cool. back because Q is way too powerful to ignore. And does Q and non come from Q, you think, or is that too giving them too much credit?
0: I have no idea, actually. I don't, I don't know. I, don't I, I have not so, seen WandaVision yet. Um... Yeah, dude. There's like multiple. There's a ton of Q episodes, and Q and Picard develop like a rivalry that goes back and forth for a long time.
1: They that also, just speaks
0: volumes to how strong Picard is. And he's developed a rivalry with this like omniscient <laughs> godlike <yeah>. being. <laughs> there's also an episode in the original series where it's hinted at that there is that like they find the the Q species. They're not called the Q yet then. But they basically find like an early version of them in the original series. Are they
1: called the P? Did they they go from (laughs) P to Q?
0: Did they just go through the alphabet? I I honestly can't remember what they're called, to be honest. I don't know.
1: Dude, that just reminds me. I remember my first um, introduction to entrepreneurship was I was in, we called it lower school, but it's really elementary school. Um, I think I was in like third grade and my friend's older brother invented a t-shirt company. Not invented. We called it invented. But he, he started a t-shirt company. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it helped that his parents were like, not just rich, but I mean like wealthy. Like yeah. the kind of people that Bernie made off of stealing money from wealthy. Oh, damn. Um, so he, um, but he developed a, a t-shirt line called Element OP.
0: I love it. Also, no, Charlie X was not the Q. There was a baby cue. It was in the Squire of Gothos. That was the baby Q in the original series. He was, like... It was, like... Uh, sorry, spoiler alert for an episode of TV that came out 50 years ago. Um, but <laughs> there's an episode of the original series where, like, a bunch of people get kidnapped and forced to, like... A, like, um, you know, Captain Kirk and his crew, they get kidnapped uh, on this planet and forced to, like, reenact weird, like, um, ancient... I don't think, yeah, like ancient scenes and things like that. And they're like, what is going on? And then it turns out that the guy who had captured them was like, he looked like an adult, but he was just a baby of the Q species. So because the, the Q species lives like forever and is like um, omnipotent. But he was able to control them, but he was doing it as in like, oh, it is playtime. I will kidnap some people and have them put on <laughs> weird little scenes. And then his his cue parents were like beams of light in the sky and they were like, Oh, we told you to stop doing that. We told you that it, when when it's playtime, that doesn't mean you get to kidnap people for it. You have to learn to use your powers a little more, a little more responsibly. Responsibly, and then like the, little, the baby Q gets grounded and he gets in trouble, and every and then he has to send everyone home. It sounds like
1: that. It sounds like Star Trek has moments where it's a comedy version of the twilight zone.
0: Yeah. Kind of. Some of it is like, <laughs> some of it's funny, even though like it's all played super seriously. It's still kind of funny. It's so funny. I mean,
1: it, it it's cause you just, I don't know. It never, it never fully suspends your disbelief. Right. At least the first season so far has not done that for me. Oh, it
0: does for me. I get immersed really easily in things. I'm just like, oh, shit, I'm there on the Enterprise with you all. I am invested in this world. Like, yeah, no, dude, I was totally sucked in from the beginning.
1: Got it. I have not been sucked (laughs) in yet. But but I still am able to enjoy it.
0: (laughs) I'm very, like, uh, non... When it comes to fiction, I'm just very non-skeptical. Like, in real life, I'm so skeptical all the time. But in fiction, I'm just like, yes, I agree. This happened. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I'm in space with you.
1: Like I, cur- I mean, I don't know. I currently have no emotional attachment to any of the characters. I still respect them as the characters that they are. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm sure I will develop emotional attachment with them because it goes on for a lot of seasons. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't you know, you know, what? The first season kind of feels like a, sta- a stage play.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really yeah. has. It really has that same kind of style.
1: And then the other thing I'll say is Patrick Stewart. Okay, so I have a question: Is it better? To always look your age and just sort of age up or is it better to look older when you're young and then grow up into your age and everyone's like man you look really old and then when you're old they're like man you look good
0: yeah so basically should you is it better to age like keanu reeves or bernie sanders well
1: i was gonna say like patrick stewart because patrick stewart just has always <laughs> looked the same always
0: <laughs> kind of yeah it's like the, if you look at him like you know next generation is 30 plus years ago and now and, Picard, it's like,
1: maybe he aged two years.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's better to, to be like that, where it's like, oh, shit, you've always been old. Well, that's like, if you look at video of Bernie Sanders from the 80s, he looks just as old as he does <laughs> now. And you're like, whoa, he's always been old.
1: Yeah, well, that's just what happens when you're stressed out about the proletariat.
0: You just age really quick. Even as a child, you're just like, you're having a crisis about it as a kid, and your parents are like, you're going to age really fast if that happens.
1: Yeah, his first word was union.
0: (laughs) Hey, you didn't leave me hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay, serious question. Is Bernie Sanders hot? That is a question because I want to know what Amanda thinks if she's here because we talked about Steve Buscemi the other day and how I think Steve Buscemi is hot. Do you guys think Bernie Sanders is hot? Because Jay over here says Bernie's a cutie, and I would That's say completely different than a hottie. Yeah, I think I think Bernie Sanders is super attractive.
1: Wait, like currently or young Bernie Sanders?
0: Uh, every every version. Now, forty years ago, all, all of it. Amanda, Sammy. yes, Amanda's Amanda is always there for me to have the exact same opinion as me on literally every weird opinion that I have.
1: I kind of hope you don't think I'm attractive at this
0: point in time. I kind of hope you
1: think I'm ugly, like because someone, I have such weird taste in attraction. Like if someone were to ask you drunkenly behind the scenes one night, yo, do you think Ari's cute? I kind of hope you say no. He's ugly as fuck.
0: What the oh, fuck? He's, he's fucking, he's fucking ugly, dude. Well, that's the thing is like, yeah, maybe maybe that's the thing I can never be honest about with friends is if they're if they're attractive or not, because I would probably always default to yes, because I would be like, oh, I don't want to criticize a friend's appearance. Oh, maybe God, you can call me ugly
1: all day. Well, please. you want me to call
0: you ugly now because, you know, all the ugly. So I'm Daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm being I'm being disrespectful to Bernie. I, I, I get it. You're 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 attracted to. The working class power. I mean, this this is someone that you that you want to like dig trenches with and and establish an agrarian society with. I get it.
0: Like I that, that's, has, that's a I, sexy thing. I mean, I I, well, I like him as a as a, a person and as a, a leader, but I also think he has a really cute face. Is
1: this is <laughs> someone that you want to like wear mittens with.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I yeah, of course. Okay, uh, I'm glad we can all have this discussion. <laughs>
1: I've been consistently 16 since 13 and I'm 20. It kind of sucks sometimes. Oh, don't worry. You'll get old one day.
0: I was the same way. When I was in elementary to middle school, people always thought I was a high schooler. And then when I was in college and my early 20s, people always also thought I was a high schooler. So I just kind of always, I didn't really age much until grad school. Then grad school hit and then the pandemic hit and I've aged like a lot in the past like three years.
1: Um, Aaron says when I shave, I always have a baby face. So I like to grow my beard out to make it look like even more aggressively baby when I shave it.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: Yeah, no, I like I mean, I'm not gonna lie. One one thing I, I have noticed, because I smile so often is I'm getting a lot of laugh lines. And I kind of think they're cute. Like, I kind of like my laugh lines.
0: Oh, see, the thing is because I'm so uh, afraid of aging because I am so, like, existentially depressed all the time, I... Drink uh, more water. I do need to drink more water because every time... That's the thing is I'm always like, oh, I'm so afraid of aging. And then it's like, well, you could drink more water. You Do could,
1: yoga, maybe, meditate. You
0: could maybe, like, wash your face sometimes. You could maybe uh, girl. wash your face. face. (laughs) You could maybe not drink tons of bourbon every single night. Maybe those things would help you slow your aging. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do any of those things. I just want to not age because I'm scared of death.
1: (laughs) See, I I used to be more along those lines, but now I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, growing up such a privilege that, like, we have the privilege of being afraid of it.
0: I guess that's true because none of us died of cholera in our childhood. Well,
1: not just that. I mean, when you not to bring the stream to a totally depressing state, but I was just reading about the, the 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 Iranian-backed military in Yemen and the children over there that deal with starvation and constant mm-hmm. war. And I mean, it comes from such a privilege to say, "Oh my God, I'm terrified of 30. Like Jesus Christ. How pathetic can I get? Like I'm, I'm looking forward. I guess that's that's an
0: important perspective to consider. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I, I am always keeping that perspective now, and I'm looking at aging as a total privilege.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, I agree. And so that brings
1: the stream back to Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: With all of that in mind. Let's talk about the person who is going to keep us all from aging with all of her varieties of powders and skin creams and pseudoscience and vagina candles. Oh, I
1: was going to say, have you tried shoving a jade egg up your vagina?
0: I have not. Have you tried shoving a jade egg up your butthole?
1: No, I tried shoving it up my vagina and I just hit oh. myself in the balls and it really hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't leave you hanging on that. That was really hilarious. I love that. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Uh, So let's dive into this Gwyneth Paltrow. Also, do we have an 8.30 meeting or is this just, are we just rocking it today?
0: I I don't think, I know, no one has, someone messaged me on Instagram last week saying they would do the 8.30 meeting, but I lost track of everything because I've been a hot mess. So if you're in the chat and you want to come to the 8.30 meeting, hit me up. Until then, we are going to watch the trailer of the Goop Lab and then we are going to shove jade eggs up our vaginas together and RK is going to shove one into his balls.
1: <laughs> Dude, wait, have you seen, before we dive into this last thing, there's like a legit martial art where men try and get tougher by like training their testicles to, to, to like withstand immense pain. Like the entire martial art is them kicking each other in the balls.
0: I did not know that. No.
1: You got After this stream, you're going to, you're going to fall down a weird rabbit hole today.
0: I thought you were going to be like, after this stream, you're going to kick yourself in the balls. And I was like, I'll try my best.
1: If, if we could swap genitalia for a day, I think I would try it.
0: Yeah. We should swap genitalia for a day. Just
1: for, just for a day, just to see how it's Just it for goes.
0: a day, just to see what it's like. Yeah. And the first thing you would I don't do I not would like it. You'd put a, jag, a jade egg up your vagina. And then when you gave me my vagina back, I would be very upset that you ruined it with a jade egg.
1: God, I think peeing would really weird, like, freak me out with vagina. I don't think I can handle it. I think I'd hold it for the day. I know I'd give <laughs> it a try, but, like, I think I'd hold it for the day.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess <laughs> peeing standing up would be weird. Men but also always so take, free. men take so long to pee because. Our like, bladders are bigger. Our bladder is bigger and, like, the tube is longer. So it oh, like you don't
1: feel like any buildup like going through your pe like yeah, of course you don't feel it through your penis, but like it just goes from like bladder to shooting.
0: No, it doesn't just go shooting, but like it's like every time I I like I don't know like Tyler goes in the bathroom to pee and I'm like, damn, you have been peeing for like a minute straight. How did you do that? And it's like it's just like a slower and thinner pee stream is what I've heard from men. Your pea stream's not thin? No, not really. Yeah, ours is a, ours is like, you know. Yeah, so it's just it a slow process. I don't think I would have that kind of patience. Like we we can aim. I would just like, yeah, guys, we're not talking about poop today. Today we are talking about peeing instead because we have to switch up what types of gross body waste we discuss. Well, we're
1: talking about peeing today because we're tired of being number 2. Today we're number 1. <laughs> Thank you. you didn't leave me hanging again. I was worried you were going to.
0: No. <laughs> Wait, are men's bladders actually bigger?
1: I don't fucking know. I was told that by one girlfriend wants to explain why I was in the bathroom so much longer than her.
0: Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they, I mean, it might just vary based on the person, probably.
1: Kitty, this live stream is not what you are expecting. You weren't expecting a live stream to talk about live streams. (laughs) All you're right. getting so good at not leaving me hanging i'm so happy i feel so well, funny here's the thing
0: is like i wasn't i didn't even it's not even <laughs> intentional you're just being really funny thank you you're welcome wait this is a netflix series yeah the goop lab is a netflix series dude netflix greenlights everything netflix has to green That's light the sean thing. boston netflix needs to green light cancel sean boston the series
1: RK, I'm going to use that joke on the kids. They will love it. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, The more internet drama I see happening around me and the more internet drama I get myself involved in uh, intentionally or unintentionally, the more I'm convinced like cancel Sean Bossa is going to be a big hit. This book is going to be like, I was like, why, why is there no whole genre of books about internet drama?
1: We're inventing it now.
0: We're inventing it. We're going to start a craze. We're going to start a craze like when Twilight started all the vampire books.
1: We're 21st century national lampoon. Get ready for
0: it. Oh, yeah. I'm so ready. So what happens in a workshop? Everyone gets off. Uh, What the the fuck? fuck?
1: fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk. It's like five seconds in and we saw our first orgasm. I know that hooks are important. Is that a hook?
0: I saw so I saw that I watched that episode on Netflix and it's like this this um what this like older lady is like a professional like orgasm coach or something and what she, <laughs> yeah like what she does is she teaches women how to have orgasms which is like I thought was just like I didn't think you taught people that but she did so what she would do is she would hold these workshops where she would like directly guide women physically through orgasms and then like she's like i've caused over 700 women to orgasm i'm like so basically you just fucked all of them and like i know i know that she didn't like technically i don't i don't know if she uh like touched people i know she didn't touch anyone's genitals she like was the whole thing where it's like no this is not sex i'm not being sexual to you but it's like i don't know if you can really claim that i was like i asked tyler i was like so is your opinion that by any broad definition of sex, this woman has had sex with seven hundred women. He was like, "Oh, absolutely." You know, what's kind of weird,
1: and I feel bad that Katie's saying time for another age-restricted stream because this I, is on Netflix.
0: This is this Netflix, dude. I didn't want to age-restrict this stream. We're not, we're not showing any sex toys, but may, I don't know, showing that person moaning might have been a little bit much. They, they, if they watch
1: ASMR, they've seen someone moan. Like, That's okay, fair.
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so fuck, fuck off. No, um. I did not expect that at the beginning. Like when I watched that episode of The Goop Lab, I knew what I was getting into. I was like, "Okay, this is the vagina episode." Actually, this is an interesting
1: philosophical discussion too on um, non like I know I know it's supposed to say non-sexual conversations on masturbation because like obviously that it, that that's a conversation that's sexual in nature. But um what <laughs> like <sighs> I don't I don't get it. Like the, you know what I'm trying to say, right? It's, it's, no, it's I have of,
0: no idea what you're trying to say, actually. I was, I
1: was hoping you could spill me out I have no idea what I'm trying to say. No, Anyways, I have
0: kind,
1: steering back to my point, though, it's kind of interesting to hear the different uh, ways that genders deal with masturbation where it's along the lines oh, of like is- women get a Netflix series about it and men are like, let me go in a dark room real quick and hide my shame.
0: Is that true? Because I feel like most men are very proud of it. Most men are like, yeah, I jerk off like five times a day and they're like proud of it.
1: I don't know those men whatsoever and I'm willing to guarantee that they just I have mean, like... They're, a,
0: they're I'm, all, I'm, I, they don't have their all face all on people. the profile.
1: Those men have like a Texas flag on their profile and they they're just are like,
0: well, mostly people who's like all over Reddit and stuff. Like people on Reddit are like... like I count fans. that
1: as shame because they don't have their real names or pictures up there.
0: <laughs> That's fair. I love how the subtitle on this right here is what the fuck are you doing to people? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to people? Yeah. It's so, it's
1: I don't know. I, I remember hearing like there was a stand-up routine once where it was like women, when they masturbate, they like run a bath and get these flower <laughs> petals and light some candles. <laughs> and men are like, Oh God, gotta do this. <laughs>
0: uh, oh my God.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The, the, guys, the guys that brag about it, they run like really shitty podcasts and brag about how they don't get any sponsors that no one listens to.
0: Yeah, I think what Sharma is saying is true, that it's um, <laughs> that women are more ashamed about it, about anything sexual, because once we were actually having a conversation on the sleepover stream about this last night, about the fact that a lot of things that men do were just considered functional, and then once women started doing them, they were considered sexual, because like the world just looks at anything women does as sexually provocative. So like, for example, we were talking about like crop tops, like how originally men started making crop tops because they wanted to, like they couldn't be shirtless for everything they were doing, but they wanted to, like it was too hot. They would just like cut the bottom of their shirt off. And then once women started wearing crop tops, it's like, oh, crop tops are like sexually provocative now. Or like, there's just so many examples of that. I feel like where I think there was one with, um, like high heels, like high heels back in the day, men created, I think this was what Audra was saying. Cause she does like historical fashion and things like that. And she was talking about how men created high heels to get their feet in the, like used to the right position for riding horses.
1: Yeah. Cause cowboy boots.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> that was a men thing. But then once women started wearing heels, it's now like, Oh, that is so sexually provocative. Like It's like once women do anything, it's like, oh, that's sexual now. And then women are expected to be the ones responsible for shutting it down. It's just a very unfair standard.
1: I just like how, how Fishpond made um, masturbation a Nike commercial. Men brag about it. Women just do <laughs> it. Just do
0: it. Do it.
1: <laughs> get, get a Nike swoosh on it. Oh, God. The, the Nike swoosh on a sex toy. That would be.
0: <laughs> I will say the one thing I have noticed just in like talking to friends and stuff is that men like every single man from what I know actually not every single man but the vast majority of men will just naturally start masturbating at some point generally like as a teenager or something whereas a lot of women either never even it never even cross their mind to do it or once it does it was a conscious choice you know so I think there that might be a difference.
1: That's an and, interesting co- conversation.
0: And, I, and that's not true for everybody. I know plenty of women that saw it the same way men did, but like, I think there were some women that would that would be like, oh, I just never even thought about it.
1: So let's dive back into what the fuck are you doing to people?
0: What the fuck are you doing to people? Well, I just want to make sure I'm not. I don't want to have to age restrict the stream. So let me. Oh yeah, it looks like we're about to go into more stuff that's not related to the vagina episode, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to people? Yeah, here we go, we Netflix. What to do it, you is explore ideas that may seem out there Oh, the, Do the acupuncture needles. Scary.
1: Those guess, were a lot of needles. Out
0: right? And make a raucous. just another day at the I the How many episodes <laughs> is this? I may need to watch it real quick. You should watch it. It's, uh, I don't know, like, maybe 10 episodes or so. I think it's just one season. God, that's
1: so many episodes to commit to in just two days.
0: I know. I haven't watched the whole thing. I've only watched a couple. I watched the one about psychics. That one was hilarious.
1: I can 2X Netflix now. That, that is a feature. You can you can speed through.
0: Oh, that's good because some Netflix shows are just edited too slow. Everybody talks too slow. The editing's too slow. Like, I used to love that show about dogs. The one where it would be about different like dogs that were like service dogs and things like that except the editing was too slow. And I was like, this story is an hour and it doesn't need to be because you are putting too much B-roll in it.
1: You're gonna get to a point in Jordan Peterson's book that's gonna make you roll your eyes more than, no, no, that's the entire book. But at the end of it, he talks about how he watches the Simpsons on 1.5 speed because it's it's the same amount of laughs in like 50% less time. I'm just like, dude, that's not the point of the Simpsons. (laughs) You're missing out on the point of entertainment.
0: Dude, I'm all right. I'm so excited for Jordan Peterson week next week because I am ready to tear into this book. We could even talk about the book every single day because there is so much bullshit to unpack, and I'm only in chapter one. He's like the opposite of Grant
1: Cardone, too. Like, he shuts down when he hears criticism. Yeah. Children do this, and also in families or communities where sex is less repressed, happens about equal. The episodes are short, so it's easy to binge. Okay, I'll, I'll binge it. I'll 2X
0: I'll it. I'll Two 10X X- it
1: Oh God, that's an exorcism. Oh.
0: That's an, I had an exorcism <laughs> of well, of psychedelics. <laughs> Wait, they take psychedelics? Okay, I'm interested. Yeah, they have an episode where they all, they take psychedelics. They have an episode where they all get like hypnotized. They like do all kinds of weird shit together. I see. I like, like the fact
1: that they're doing it I as a group. I hate the down fact down. that they're like torturing themselves. She knew something that my husband didn't even know. <laughs> you want to talk
0: about? Up, oh, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. I don't want to get. I love this. You want to talk-, talk, talk about the vulva. the vulva? Look at her face. She's like the vulva.
1: You can't say vulva without like, you know, acting it out. Except like you got to you got to change your mouth into the
0: shape of a vulva. <laughs> anyway, this 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 lady right here, she's the one who's caused seven hundred women to orgasm.
1: So she said, "Sucked seven hundred women."
0: That's what I basically said. She was like, "Yeah, it's it's, it's just a professional thing," and I'm like, "Uh, pretty Dude, you're sure you're a gigolo." <laughs> pretty sure that count. Like, if you've told, if you said, like, I've caused seven hundred men to have orgasms, like nobody would would say, like, "Oh yeah, you totally didn't fuck them." You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, you'd say, oh, it's a professional setting. Okay, you're good.
0: It's like, yeah, it's like, (laughs) which, like, to be fair, like, sex work is completely valid and I totally support it. But it's like, don't, don't, just don't pretend that's not what it is. When in reality, there's nothing wrong with doing that.
1: That's a conversation for a different day because there's a lot to unpack when it comes to sex work.
0: Uh, When I say there's nothing wrong with it, I don't mean, I don't mean nothing. I mean, like with people who choose to do it, who people who like, you know, create OnlyFans or people who choose that they want to do those things. Like, I think that that is completely fine. What I mean is like, and I think there's a lot of people who um, have a, a negative stigma about that. And I don't think that's fair to them. But in terms of like, yeah. In terms of like people who get brought into it against their will and a lot or of them, even like,
1: like not against their will, but they were manipulated into people it. people like, who were
0: manipulated of- into it or like yeah. parts of the human trafficking industry. Like those things definitely need to be exposed. And like, yes, that that But I'm talking about people who choose that for themselves because they like it. I think that, that there's nothing wrong with that. And I hate that people kind of try to put that down.
1: No, I was more thinking about like in, in the European cities where it's legal. Um, I remember there was the, the, there was a few articles written about it and a few videos about it, about how like a lot of the women out there it's not like they're being held against their will, but you know, they were lured out there with the prompt, they, they were all dancers or actresses and they were all lured out there with opportunities and they just fell dead. Yeah, those one that, decision. That, yeah.
0: That stuff is not okay. That stuff, yeah. Uh, I like what Jay says that we would both like interacting with the Goop crew if they weren't selling weird stuff. Dude, I still would like. I would like interacting with them even while they are selling I would, weird psych- stuff.
1: I would do psychedelics. I would. I would.
0: I kind of want to work for Goop now. Yeah, dude. i I would, I would do cold
1: therapy. I, I would. Yeah. I, I would
0: honestly try
1: all of this with them.
0: I would. I want to see if the psychic lady can read my mind.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I don't want to
0: do some of this stuff where they plunge into cold water. I have no interest in that. I didn't even like the five seconds of cold shower I took when I was. Oh, you've never done a polar bear? I've done like no, three in my life. I, I, I did to one me. in Ireland. I, I went to
1: Ireland and I read Ulysses and I did. I followed what it said in the, in the book. I, I jumped into the channel um, as they do in the book. Uh, it, it wasn't that cold because it was over the summer, but it was still like 40 degree water.
0: Yeah, the animal shelter that Forever Home Friends supports often does, they do that as one of their fundraisers every year, and I never sign up for it. I wish everyone luck. Sometimes I will buy some merch or help donate to it, but I will absolutely not plunge into the water.
1: I don't need LSE, and I'm kind of terrified of doing psychedelics. I I don't need this, but it tastes good.
0: Yeah, Let's I'd go. like to try it out, yeah.
1: we. I mean, we could try it with, I'm not going to say names because I don't want to like out anyone. We, we could try it with a mutual
0: friend. <laughs> yeah, I would like to. I am completely, I'm completely up for that. This is dangerous.
1: It's unregulated. Should I be scared? Yep. Ooh. We're here one time, one life. How
0: can we really milk the shit out of this? <laughs>
1: again it all goes back to
0: actually sorry go on
1: i just say it all goes back to these gurus building around a central thesis that makes sense and then perverting the fuck out of it
0: quote of the day if someone tried to read my mind they'd get rickrolled <laughs> 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 um i just realized why are we not just watching pieces of this show on Netflix. I was in the past, I was like, oh, because I'll get copyright claimed. This stream is not monetized. We're on a new channel that doesn't qualify for monetization yet.
1: That's not a bad idea. I mean, we could we could have done that now on this new channel doesn't qualify for monetization. We could have done it with, uh, with Tony Robbins, uh, Not Your Guru or whatever shit that is.
0: I mean, we can still watch some of that because we were still on the monetized channel previously.
1: Never gonna lift you up. Never gonna break you down. Never gonna run around. I don't know the lyrics.
0: <laughs> New okay. copyright matches found. Review videos that may be using my content. I'm positive it's what I cross posted.
1: You gotta love it. You gotta love it. So how's everyone doing today? Who 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 here? Who here has tried psychedelics? We won't read names off. We won't out you. Just put cover by RK somewhere. What? I'm in the same boat as you, Kitty. I'm am I'm, I'm sort of scared to try psychedelics.
0: I'm pretty scared, too. I still want to at some point, but I, I find it scary, because I don't like losing, losing complete, control. complete control. Yeah, but also... Jinx!
1: Okay, so now it's my stream, because Savvy can't fucking talk because I jinxed her. So, let's talk about things I want to talk about, like the Buffalo Bills and how they made it to the A. Yeah, I'm kidding. Savvy, you can speak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can talk about the Buffalo Bills if you want, dude.
1: No, I just I just wanted to... to, to... Do that. I mean, that was fantastic. I also respect that you respected the jinx.
0: I, it wasn't that I respected the jinx. It's that I couldn't understand what you said because you screeched so loudly that I was just sitting there confused trying to figure out what happened. But I like that you interpreted it as respect. And I probably should have just went with the fact that you interpreted it as respect.
1: I thought it was a sign of our friendship. I mean, it's a sign of true friendship if you respect a jinx.
0: Okay, well, I'll make sure to always respect them in the future. Because if some stranger
1: yells jinx at you on the street, you're not going to respect it. You're going to think, holy shit, this guy just cast a hex on me.
0: Yeah, that's probably what I would think.
1: Yeah. And then you're going to talk about it to your therapist about how some guy cast a hex on you. And then because he broke the jinx, bad things are going to happen because he cast a hex on you.
0: I want to, what I want, I want to try, I think it's DMT. I want to try DMT because I've been told that it might be able to help with my body dysmorphia that if I get that far out of my head and don't see myself as a physical body for a little while, that I might stop being body dysmorphic, which yeah, I'm, you're will- gonna- I'm willing to give it a try, guys. I'm willing to give it a try.
1: You're going to see God and God's going to tell you
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that your body is perfect. <laughs> Though you, you have the spine for questioning your body, right? You said it's shaped like a question mark.
0: It kind of is. Yeah, it's like, Yeah, I mean it's more like it's kind of like a backwards S, which I guess is kind of like a question mark. So yeah.
1: So you're just meant to question? I'm meant to question
0: everything. Yeah. Yeah, you should be a contrarian channel
1: or a skeptic. I don't know.
0: I I mean, I feel like I do a lot of videos that are fairly skeptical adjacent.
1: (laughs) Skeptic adjacent.
0: They're skeptic adjacent. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm. I feel like the skeptic community is not as powerful of a thing as it was in in previous years, because I think, I think the, you know, I don't know when, when YouTube stuff got bigger, it was all like, Ooh, this person is an atheist. This person doesn't believe in God, like, Whoa. But now I feel like that's more common on YouTube to the point where like this being in the skeptic community doesn't like make a, it doesn't make as huge of a statement as it used to.
1: Well, I could be wrong, but the few skeptics I followed on YouTube sort of went further and further right. And it's not even, I necessarily think that they believe that but I think it was just the fact that they made one skeptical comment that disagreed with something on the left. So they lost a lot of that audience. And then they just kept going further and further right chasing the views.
0: I haven't noticed, I've noticed it the other way around where a lot of skeptics Go. I've noticed go further left, but they go further left in the. Well, in they the, could
1: do that inversely too. If they, they go if they, if they further
0: see. left in a way that's like just bashing the two party system, which is what draws me to the like people like on Head, who's like a socialist and but like hates the Democratic Party. Like I can get behind that. Yeah. Know? No, I mean, uh, so people like that are like, oh no, who else is in the skeptic community? Like Chris Reagan, people like him. I guess he's partially commentary or like too. I don't know.
1: Dude, I mix him and IDubs up all the time.
0: Yeah, IDubs is like just a comedian, basically. Oh, I don't mix them up for the content. I mix them up for their appearance. Oh, just because like, they're both kind of like skinny dudes with glasses.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, no, like Once they start talking, I think I can differentiate them somewhat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But if
1: if if you just had them both on mute, looking at me, I don't know if I could pitch it. Uh, I think the them. one
0: skeptic channel that went far right is Sargon of Akkad. If I'm thinking, I think he's the 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 one that did that. There but were a like, couple
1: that just stopped making videos too because yeah, I think he just I went just like so. Views.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like there was this one girl in Detroit that also was a farmer, and she just yeah. stopped making videos. Um, because, like, no, I remember very clearly too, and I wish I remembered who she was, but she was like. She actually started left, and then she made one comment that was critical of something left, and then she lost a lot of her left audience, and because she lost that audience, she may- kept going further and further right, and then she like could not fully go full Trump, so she just stopped making videos. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. sad.
0: That is kind of sad. I like when people change their opinions and can talk about it openly, um, and that kind of thing. Yeah. I want to try doing, like, I love, I'm gonna continue doing a ton of business guru takedowns and anti-MLM videos, I have so many of those planned, but I also want to try doing some commentary videos as well, like I'm working on one about royal family stan Twitter because I am just so amazed at the royal family stan Twitter community. They still have stans? Dude, so many, there's so many, like, if you get into that portion of Twitter, there's so many people who have all of these conspiracy theories where they're like, Stupid Americans still think that they won the Revolutionary War. They're still our colonies. I'm like, yeah.
1: I remember what? paying taxes to your crown.
0: <laughs> there's I- that. And then there's, there's some people that, uh, like, they hate Meghan Markle so much that they're like, they're like, yeah, yeah, sometimes there's a little bit of inbreeding, but inbreeding is how the Queen's genetics got so strong. At least, at least that's better than marrying an American like Harry did and stuff and it's like, whoa, what? Like, so the Royal Family Stan Twitter is nuts, dude. I've definitely, that's that's a commentary video I'm working on for next week. So
1: Game of Thrones is not actually that far-fetched. <laughs> um, fascinating. Uh, holy, sh- I mean, I, I talk shit about Canada sometimes not being a real country because they still have the queen on their money and they still celebrate Queen Victoria Day, um, but. And I just love the fact how they celebrate the the War of eighteen twelve, like it's the <laughs> Revolutionary War. Uh, but it, I, I, it's all in jest. I mean, I also think it's funny that they still think they dominate hockey when they haven't won a championship in since the early two thousands. I think the last one was the Montreal Canadiens.
0: So apparently, yeah, because there was the right there was the big interview that happened recently that Harry and Meghan did with Oprah, and Ben Shapiro did a reaction to it, and it's like of Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is now a royal family, Stan, which makes no sense it. because he goes, it, the royal family is against everything that Ben Shapiro's actual ideology says. It makes no sense. However, I realized that Ben Shapiro doesn't actually have an ideology. His ideology- is Anymore. Whatever, anymore. He definitely did in the past, to. but his ideology now is definitely whatever can get me the most views and be the most controversial so that people talk about me while I can also talk fast enough to sound smart. That's dude, literally all it is.
1: If God came down and voted for Bernie Sanders, he would talk about how God is not following the Bible. And this is what you have to do to avoid God's
0: like. Literally. Like, yes. <laughs> ben Shapiro's views are. What can I say that will anger people who don't like me enough that they will make reaction videos to me. And dude, I feed into it because people click on my reaction videos to Ben Shapiro. It's a thing. No, it's so, true.
1: He, he worships the views. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fact like, and I, I I get it. And I, I the thing about it is I found that the more you understand someone's motivation, the less angry you get, or at least me personally.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's just such a thing I've noticed is um, especially like when he made, like even the video I reacted to where he made that whole um, angry rant about how there's too many lesbian movies in Hollywood, even though that's objectively false. Lesbian movies are like, there's almost none. Mm-hmm. And, but he was making, he's like, uh oh, There's this this lesbian Christmas movie came out. Why does Hollywood only want to make the type of movies that have lesbians in them? I should have other options. Like he went on this rant. I'm like, you're making this up, dude. Like, and then he started criticizing the movie for things that didn't happen in it and also admitted he didn't watch it. And I'm like, so you really just went on this rant to get views. Absolutely. There there's real like you didn't actually have an opinion here because nothing you're saying is rooted in reality.
1: And he's just I don't know, he's He, he would have had more of a leg to stand on if, if if he... and Even then, he would have been wrong. But if he said, like, there's there's a lot of gay movies out there. Because, like, there, there are a lot more male-male romances out there. I can't really think of that many lesbian romances.
0: There are, and I don't know why that is. My guess would be because... This is what we were talking about last night in the stream. Because men think everything's about them. So when people bring up, like, gay stuff, people assume you mean two men. But it's, like, could also be two women, but... Well, I think it's
1: also, like... The, the audience is going to see it I mean I the, 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 there were talks about this in, in, in like books specifically of of the male male romances in books and how their primary audience is straight women um, and how if you then apply that to movies you would think that the male male romances have a much wider audience because they're attracting straight women um, whereas the the, the girl girl romances might not attract the same audiences
0: well that's the thing is that that's why like people talk about like oh so many male male romance novels are written by straight women and it's like yeah, because the romance novel community is just more female-dominated. It's not a big conspiracy. Meanwhile, people talk about, like, okay, all the there's so much lesbian porn that's made by men and is made for men. And it's like, yeah, because, like, the romance novel industry is more full of women, the porn industry is more full of men. And, like, I think it would be great if people brought more diverse perspectives to both of those. I think that would be good in the long run. But it's, like, it's not a big conspiracy. It's, like, just the industry you're talking about as a whole like more, more male and female romance novels are written by women too. More male and female porn is made by men too. Like that kind of thing. It just has to do with the in, like the industry and and what people dominated overall.
1: I think we'll get it sooner with books than with porn, just because the the, bar- the entrance barrier uh, is is so low for uh, for writing a book. Like you just you just need to have the means to write a book. Uh, so in most cases it's a computer, and then you can create a KDP account. Uh, yeah. So I, I do think that we'll see, and especially in a genre like romance, where traditional publishers are barely touching it now, because mm-hmm. it's so dominated by indie. Um, I think I think we'll see that diversity uh, breakthrough in, in the romance genre in books sooner than m- most other creative mediums.
0: I have been too overwhelmed with work the past few weeks that I have not even progressed on the romance novels I've been writing at all.
1: Dictation, and I'm telling you, don't use Otter. I take it back. Every good thing I said about Otter, you got to edit it as soon as you finish dictating it. But Otter adds so much punctuation, it's really difficult to edit if you put it all off. I now use Easy Voice Recorder because you actually dictate the punctuation. So it Easy makes it a lot voice easier recorder?
0: to edit. I'm going to download it right now. What is it called? Easy spelled like Easy. the word.
1: Yeah, easy voice recorder. It's easy spelled like the word. And I use that now when I'm dictating because I can dictate the punctuation. It takes me a lot less time to edit it. Uh, But I still, basically, I have my writing process down. I'm really excited to start writing a new book because I think I have a pretty streamlined version down now. I write, I dictate 5,000 words a day uh, in like 50 minutes, give or take. And then I edit it at night.
0: That's awesome. I'm still to the point where like I dictating words, like it just makes my writing super rambly and it has too many filler words in it because I'm just such a rambler.
1: Yeah. And I mean, dictating is not for everyone for one, but secondly, I think I have been getting some ramble sections too. It, it just happens. Um, it, it's, it's a, it's a skill. You get better at it the more you do it. But you, the other thing to remember is rough drafts just always suck.
0: That's true. I, I, I just downloaded easy voice recorder. So I will continue to use that to dictate my outlines for these romance novels, which I will then get sucked all the way into as I, I've been having fun writing them and they're all going to be novellas. So they're not going to be that long. But Try wanna... some of your uh, blogs. Um, my I haven't written a blog in a while.
1: Oh, my bad. Art- articles. How, how many words oh. are your articles?
0: Oh, for like the magazine I work for, they're about 2000 yeah. words.
1: I mean she, though, that's not- a
0: completely different style of writing though like that is a much more like mathematical thing where like i have like i'll have like my document with my transcribed interviews over here and then i'll have another document on that monitor that has quotes i pulled from those organized into sections and then on this one i'll have the actual article i'm writing where i'm looking over here and pulling in certain quotes to supplement certain statements like i feel like i don't think i would be able to dictate that it doesn't
1: sound like it at all yeah
0: no so uh, it's a just completely different style of writing but in terms of romance novels i think dictation might actually help yeah
1: oh uh, yeah word has a dictation tool too but i've personally f- just find it easier to dictate on my phone because i walk around while i dictate <laughs> maybe
0: i need to start walking around while i dictate maybe i need to be taking chewy on a walk and start telling a story to my phone
1: and to ava's point yeah you're absolutely right i just was reading about how talia hibbert she wrote nine books her first year that she started writing um, to launch her career. So I have a lot of respect for her right now because that, that's, that's tough. That's tough. That's, that's incredible output. That's like more than this individual publishing house, like not the big ones, but smaller publishing houses don't even put out nine books in one year. And she, she did that on her own in her first year writing, like Jesus Christ, we can all learn from her.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Not to
1: mention, you have no choice but to get better if you're publishing that much.
0: Well, I feel like my writing has gotten worse when I'm writing these romance novels. I'm like, my writing is not very good in these because like when I I had just finished my revisions to 90s kids and I'm like, I am so proud of my writing in this book. And like last year I put out um, Savvy Business Owner and One Final Vinyl and The Love of Senior Dogs and I was proud of my writing in all of those books and I thought I did a great job. And now I'm writing these romance novels and I'm like, my writing is some basic shit in this. Although I think it might be because, so we just wrote Cancel Sean Boston and I was writing in third person past for that. And I wrote everything else in first person present. And so now I got into the mode of writing in third person past tense. And now I'm doing that for these romance novels. And I'm like, I don't know if this works. And then I'm like, it
1: works. I'll tell you right now it works.
0: Well, yeah, because I I love... I I think writing in third-person past tense was a good move for Cancel Sean Boston. Keep it going with the romances. Yeah, I think it makes sense for romances because it's too easy to get the characters confused otherwise. Yeah, and... (sighs)
1: I I, I, ugh, I I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now, y'all. Just just buy Savvy's books and tell her that you love her and give her all your attention and, and go vote for Forever Home Friends in the FedEx. Vote for
0: Forever Home Friends. Also, buy Cancel Sean Boston. Oh, join our stream. Okay, what do you guys think? Every So every, every Sunday, we stream at 11 a.m. Central to work on writing and editing our novel, Cancel Sean Boston, which is going to come out in August. So... Do you want me to keep streaming that on my channel, Savvy Writes Books? Do you yes, want, this is important. Do you want us to... I'm going to run some polls on Instagram and on Patreon and on YouTube Community Tab and all of that. Do you want us to do it on this new channel? Or do you want us to do it on me and RK's channels alternating? Or do you think it would be cool to do it on this new channel just so that you have a different kind of stream from us on Sundays, but this could be the Savvy and RK stream together channel? What do Especially- you guys think?
1: Especially because now if we're editing, we're talking the whole time. So it's not like we're doing writing sprints. Yeah, so there's it-
0: no writing sprints. So it's not like my sleepover writing sprint stream. This is more like we are just talking to each other as we work through the book together. And we yeah. also are off topic and making fun of each other most of the time.
1: Yeah, if it were writing sprints, I probably would not be open to doing it on this channel. But because we're Yeah, writing editing- sprints
0: don't fit with this channel, but it's more like podcast style while we do it, yeah.
1: Yeah, so let us know if you want us to do our cancel Sean Boston edits on this on this, or if we should keep doing it on Savvy's channel. Because Savvy's channel we are worried is getting oversaturated. We want my to. My channel's a
0: little overcrowded. I want to keep it mostly for my writing videos, my business guru and small business and anti-MLM videos, and also like my writing stream can stay on there. But I'm just worried that like I'm putting out too many videos on there. Um so Amanda's yeah. vote doesn't
1: I- count because you two are the same. So if yeah. you think
0: that's <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be fun to try it on this channel this week. I'm going to run some polls and see what people think. But I think I think it'd be fun to do our streams for that on this channel because we have an audience of people that is not just here for Business Guru stuff, but that thinks that you and I are funny together. So they would probably also think that we're funny together on Sundays when we stream for our novel. Well,
1: I'm glad they think we're funny together. You leave me hanging. I'm No, you don't. <laughs>
0: No, no, I love it, you. Look, it looks like so far, people in the comments are saying that they want us to do that stream on this channel because this could be like, you know, because this is our joint channel, so that makes sense.
1: And shares just easy going with her, with 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 her soap scrub making. I dig it.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what? Let's do it on this channel. Sounds good. Let's try it. Let's try it this weekend. Sunday just able, morning.
1: You never talk poop. You're disgusting. Get out of here. <laughs>
0: Uh, RK, do you have a meeting you have to get to?
1: No, actually, I am very pleased to announce I don't have a meeting until 10.
0: Woo! So we can watch a little more Gwyneth Paltrow before I have to take Chewie on a walk.
1: Yes. Now there is a there is a chance I will get a phone call around 9:30 to prepare for the meeting, but I don't have to go yet.
0: Let's go to the mall the today.
1: Today. today. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, no, I asked about Amanda Bynes and Lindsay Lohan yesterday. So let's ask about favorite Nicholas. Nope. We, where do y'all put Hey Arnold? I think Hey Arnold's a top three cartoon.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think it's one of the most impactful cartoons of all time.
1: I, I would agree. I think so. Um, where do, how about y'all? Do we have any Samurai Jack fans in the audience today?
0: Are there really only six episodes of the Goop Lab? That doesn't seem right.
1: Oh, shit. I'm about to binge this in one day on
0: 2X. Let's, uh, where's the 2X option on M? Oh, here's the 2X. Oh, we're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to 2X this. And we're going to watch a little bit of it on Netflix, pausing enough so that we don't get the stream taken down.
1: Are people saying yes to Hey Arnold or yes to Samurai Jack? Jo- okay, I'm happy Sharma said Samurai.
0: Wait, Hey Arnold's on Hulu? Oh, shit, yes. Hey, Arnold is so like, dude. That show was impactful to me as a mentally unstable child. I related to Helga so hard. Yeah, I remember
1: you talking about Helga in therapy uh, episode. That
0: episode was real, dude.
1: And then she ruins the 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 patient doctor confidentiality uh, with um or the patient therapist confidentiality by just screaming it so loud the entire neighborhood heard.
0: Yeah. Well that episode hit hard because it was you learned so much about Helga's traumatic past.
1: Yeah, poor Helga. Her dad's like her, an asshole, her, her dad's an escaped. asshole.
0: Her yeah, her mom's an alcoholic.
1: But it's smoothies, not alcohol. The and her smoothies. sister had to escape like, the... got her sister really crumbled under pressure from them.
0: She did. I I remember that that episode like cuz her sister was always presented as the perfect one and then there's that episode where her sister comes to visit and she just, like, breaks the fuck down. And
1: Helga, finally seeing it as her chance to prove that her sister sucks, like, uses it as a, as a chance to encourage her sister to break down, and then she feels horribly guilty about it.
0: That Dude, that episode was... Oh, my God. We gotta watch some Hey Arnold.
1: Yeah, that's probably not show. one to, on this show, because, I like, I feel like that will actually... I, I Like, I have a feeling this is gonna get us copyright struck, and we're, we're gonna, like, not only lose this episode, but we're going to, um... To get a strike,
0: but you we to a- get an actual strike for this. Maybe I, we, maybe we won't watch this then. Oh, I, I definitely feel
1: like we'll get an actual strike for this because this, oh. this is just full on watching like a subscription episode.
0: <laughs> like well, the. Tra- I figured if we paused every ten seconds to give commentary, it would be okay. But now, you know what? I don't want to get a strike.
1: Um, but I'm all for watching Hey Arnold like on a private Zoom.
0: Yeah, dude, we should do we should do that. We should do a private Zoom where we watch Hey Arnold.
1: Helga had it hard. She's a product of her environment. She really is. Oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: But they they, they really did a good job with everyone. Um, Pho- like uh, Phoebe, even um, what's his name? Not not Sid. Uh, the the tall lanky guy, Spinky. Yeah, even him. Like they really developed every single character.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Every character had their own shit they were dealing with.
1: Yeah, I kind of wish Harold was cooler because he was the only Jew on it. But you know, I'm used to it. You suck. But dude, we rock.
0: <laughs> Harold. Harold had his own arcs that he went through. Yeah, but he still sucks. I mean, he was an asshole. Yeah, but like,
1: like he, like he and Helga were two sides of different bullies. Helga was a bully because she was dealing with like all the shit at home. Harold was a bully because he was like so pampered and like told that everything he did was wonderful and. Even had a point where like his mom was like, you're not fat. I don't care if you're like morbidly obese, you're just big boned
0: and husky. Like he was just enabled to the point where he was a boy. He was enabled. You're right. I have forgotten about that. There was the episode where he stole that ham.
1: That was the episode where he became a butcher and realized how like he actually found his calling being a butcher.
0: I liked that one. I was like, good for you, Harold. I loved seeing the characters. That's why on Hey Arnold, dude, everyone had an arc. You all these characters who you'd be like, wow, that character is such a dick. They would they would have something that would like, oh man, you've got depth to you, and now I'm seeing how you have potential. It is just beautiful to see.
1: Remember the the uh, the political episode where uh, the butcher Mister Green ran for mayor and won.
0: I don't remember that. Or one. was it when it Was it
1: was it mayor or was it city council?
0: I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it was over the pothole because there was a pothole outside of a shop, and Arnold's grandpa kept like crashing his car into it.
0: Dude, Arnold's grandpa is iconic. I love Arnold's grandpa.
1: Oh, Ar- Arnold's grandparents are... the Dude, there's this one song. And actually, this is something we could probably watch on here because it's on YouTube. But it's... Um, it's the hat of- Actually, I'll look it up real quick.
0: Well, we got, we got our stream taken down for um, playing the Degrassi theme song, even though it's on YouTube. So I don't know if I trust anything anymore.
1: All right, well, I'm not going to play it then, but I'm just going to show it real quick because I think everyone should watch this in their own time. Hey, Arnold, piano on the roof. I'm not going to play this, especially because it's Nickelodeon official, um, and I don't want us to get in trouble, but this is the video that everyone should watch today in their own time. Whoops, it's playing. There, paused it. I didn't have the audio going, so we're good. Arnold and Grandma Gertie sing on the roof. Hey, Arnold, Nick Rewind. Watch this video. You'll feel better today. Even if you're not feeling down, you'll feel better.
0: Also, um, in Cancel Sean Boston, our novel, Rick's grandparents are based on Arnold's grandparents. His grandpa is named Phil. and
1: He's the only he, one that's really sort of based, and he's well, kind of an dude, asshole.
0: Arnold's grandma would definitely run off with a motorcycle lesbian. She could.
1: Know. she could could be based on but she's really like not in the book at all
0: she's not she's just referred to rick's grandpa got his heart broken when grandma ran off with the motorcycle lesbian and then grandpa beat up rick and rick turned into a meme of teen gets owned by grandpa
1: yeah ginger hey arnold the helga therapy episode check it out
0: yeah and that was like that was like what late 90s that was like advanced it was one of the last
1: episodes yeah, and then we also talk about how they they sort of covered school shootings with the dodgeball episode <laughs> instead of yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing that, and that's I think a big question for everyone. I think I asked this in the past, but everyone, tell us your thoughts in the chat. In hey Arnold, did the pigeon man commit suicide? Is the pigeon man dead? I think that that's a big question that Hey Arnold fans have been debating for decades. Because a lot of people say the Pigeon Man did not die. There was some magical realism in that episode. That's and other fe- that's RK says is I think the Pigeon Man died. What do you guys think? For everyone who remembers the Pigeon Man episode, did he die or did he go- ghosts fly cannon. off into the sun with the pigeons?
1: Ghost star cannon and Hey Arnold. Remember the uh, the horror episode with like the headless uh, carriage driver.
0: Oh, I guess. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and and then we not only that, but also the train episode where there's the train from hell, and they just got on the wrong train. But then the next one was the right one, and they showed the ghost singing the song. So there's two examples of ghosts being canon. And hey, Arnold, beating my chest like Tony Robbins. All
0: right, City also this,
1: this is, is the, the alpha screen. This is the alpha screen
0: right here, <laughs> proving my shit. <laughs>
1: Y'all, keep it sexy, okay? That means when you make an argument, don't just come up with really stupid analogies with your Texas flag in your profile. You got to have a statement, you got to give an explanation, you got to give an example, and then you got to show its importance. Keep it sexy. S E X I.
0: I love it.
1: The ghost train scared me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Who was the tenant that was the crazy? That was uh, Mr. Oscar. Oscar. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he was like the he, he was like the Eastern European clarinet player or was he a clarinet or was he a saxophonist? I think he, he played, played he,
0: saxophone. He, yeah. he was like Russian or something and his Oscar and his
1: wife, Oscar
0: Kakashka. Kakashka. Mr. Kakashka. <laughs> Mr. Kakashka <laughs> and then his wife Susie. is Susie. Susie. <laughs> I love you. Dude, remember when he
1: like when Arnold taught him to read, and yeah. uh, God, this, this is turning into sips and stones. This was what sips and stones was going to be. We just talked about like cartoons and 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 um and Star Trek and but shit like that.
0: Normally we were um, sipping and stoning. Yeah, we were under the influence in those cases, and right now it's too early in the morning for that. So
1: you had too many sips, and I had too many stones.
0: I did have too many sips last night.
1: Y'all, we're really not doing anything with Sips and Stones. We might make it All right, it. guys.
0: I, I kind of I want to play the prices right because I'm looking at some of Gwyneth Paltrow's style blog posts. She has a post called Do Less Cool Girl Looks That Come Together in Minutes. So this is her supposed to be like, Here's how to live simply. Here's how to do a simple outfit.
1: I got to step out. So I'll let you play the prices right. And Kakashka means poop in Russian, according to SS. And that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> that's definitely intentional. All right, guys. So we are going to check out the Goop blog where we look at some of the outfits and we are going to play the prices right. I don't want to, I want to show what it looks like, but I don't want the price to be visible. Okay. I think this is good. Okay. Here we go. All right. So cuffing season, if the thought of shimmying into skinny jeans triggers your flight or fight response, opt for unconstricting wide legs with soft pleats and substantial cuffs instead. All this stuff. Okay, so here is a sweater right here. Everyone guess in the chat, how much do you guys think this sweater costs? Eventually, once the show gets bigger, we'll do giveaways for people who win the prices right and stuff like that, but we don't have any prizes right now. However how how much do people think that this how much would you pay for this sweater all right well we're getting a big variety 95 dollars 895 dollars oh dude this is such a range this is such a range i'm going to open this sweater in a new tab so that we can look at it. Because for that sweater, sweater, I think that's a cool sweater. I would probably wear that, but I would pay probably, like if it's a really high quality sweater, a maximum of like $50 for it. I actually kind of like it, but I do see how it's ugly. I'm going to pull up the page for it once everyone has got their guesses in. I think this is going to be the most shocking price of them all. The material is wool. You guys are ready for this? I think the winner... Nobody got the correct number. But Amanda is the winner because she was the closest. This sweater is $1,180. How ridiculous is that? $1,180. Like, excuse me? Yeah, Amanda, I have issues with Stitch Fix. She has Stitch Fix will show me three hundred dollars sweaters in the shop tab, and I'm like, bitch! I told you to send me the cheapest stuff you've got. Yeah, dude, Stitch Fix doesn't like. I will say, I did a one Stitch Fix unboxing video on my channel like over a year ago because I there's this uh the brand there's this brand of jeans I like that is Stitch Fix exclusive. So whenever I would get a Stitch Fix box, I would start making the instructions. Please just send me five pairs of jeans from this brand, and that's what I would do. And then I would just keep two of them and send the rest back. So I would do that like every time. And then sometimes they'd be like, we can't always do this though. And I'd be like, well, what am I paying you for? I just want these jeans. So they would do that. Um, But I would like back when I was getting Stitch Fix boxes for like trying out different clothes, I would give instructions that would be like, so here's, you know, you guys, I'm coming to you guys because I struggle to find the right clothes for myself. And I want you guys to help me out. That's why I'm willing to pay a little bit higher price. So I want things in a in an inexpensive price range. Here is my budget. It is very low. I'm also trying to look for clothes that address to that, for clothes that are more masculine to androgynous, but that will also fit huge boobs because there's not a lot of it out there. But you guys are the stylists, so I trust that you can do it. And then they would just send me like ridiculous shit. Like they would be like, oh. You want something kind of androgynous that fits huge boobs. Well, here is a button-down that doesn't close over your boobs and is also super ugly. And I was like, oh, well, that Thank does you. nothing. Thank you. I'm going to just send that back. So, dude, I've kind of given up on Stitch Fix other than for the jeans that I like.
1: Dude, 1180? Yeah, dude. Y'all is... just buy Bitcoin instead of getting this shit.
0: This sweater is so expensive. And how? why is this on her list of, like, cool, basic outfits? Like, this sweater is incredibly, like, I like it. I would wear it. But it's definitely not, like, it definitely doesn't look, like, regular every day. Like, you you wear this if you want to make a statement. I think it
1: was, like, one of the best pieces of financial advice I've ever heard. And I think it was Jay-Z who said it was, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it
0: oh, I like that. That's a good piece of advice. And it's very simple, but it's like a lot of people might not think of it in the first, like, I, w- I would never think about that actively. But now I will.
1: It, it really puts things in perspective, because the whole the whole philosophy behind that is that you should be saving more money. Yeah. Which is true. I mean, saving, saving money is how you do elevate your, uh, your socioeconomic class and create uh, generational wealth. But uh, it, it really does simplify it.
0: So why is this sweater, it's a wool blend, like it's not made of anything, like, extremely amazing. Why is it so much money? Let's look.
1: i so Creative happy, Mark.
0: director Daniel Lee's penchant for sculptural silhouettes is expressed in the geometric profile of Bottega Veneta's green sweater. It is knitted in Italy from a structured wool blend with dolman sleeves that are gathered at the cuffs for a rounded effect. Then balanced out with ribbing at the waist. Team them with wide leg trousers and pumps to channel the house's directional tone. What the fuck does that mean? This is like when people leave wine reviews and they're like, this wine has earthy tones, it tastes like the dirt... And also has hints of a tree and also hints of a peanut butter sandwich. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It just tastes like wine. Well,
1: I, I was going to say, at least with wine reviews, like there are people out there who do understand it. I don't think there's anyone out there that understands this. Like,
0: what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean?
1: Um, I don't know. All I know is, what was our giveaway? <laughs> Did Are we doing I, one today or no? We
0: don't think we had one. I okay, so we're- this- Size guide is for this because I want to see when if I would start doing fit that for Oh, it doesn't. I only know my measurements around. I think. Let me see. Wait. Support yes. that idea, dude.
1: Roblox is
0: up four point two four percent today. Well, the extra large of this sweater is a U.S. size twelve, which also varies wildly depending on the brand, but. 12 a size 12 from what i know is not that big what size am i i don't know i know that like because i buy my jeans in size like 28 i guess that's european sizing or something man i don't know
1: dude anyway what do you think when we have merch should we should we start our giveaways with our merch
0: yeah, I think we should start our giveaways with merch. So, guys, the other day we made a, a sweatshirt for this show. I'm going to see if I can pull up a picture of it because I think it looks super cool.
1: Also, we've been talking about doing a success nonfiction book together. And then the other idea is doing a success uh, journal. that I actually that like- would be fun. Like, would y'all be interested in journals if we actually like put effort into making it a journal that teaches journaling and not just like Grant Cardone 10x journal with the 10x watermarks on it?
0: You'd have to write the whole thing because you know way more about journaling than I do.
1: I would just follow my process. Like, for example, the first thing in the journal I was walking savvy through it is I think in order to establish a habit for daily journaling, it should be convenient. Uh, So it would be, for one, the instructions of putting it in the place that you will always see your journal. So it's either the first thing you pick up in the the morning or the last thing you see before going to bed. And the first page would just be 30 lines of uh, summarizing your day in one sentence and this is not something you specifically need to buy our journal for i'm just trying to think of ways to make it stand out and the whole thought process is it's not about writing too much because personally when i've tried journaling i've ended up with multiple journals because i would start writing and my first entry would be like three pages long and then i'd be really intimidated to pick it up again because i'm like i can't do this every day so you just want to create yeah. that writing one sentence every day that sums up your entire day in one sentence and but you do that for an entire month then you're going to start just journaling out of habit and it, it won't matter how long. Yeah. What are.
0: everyone's saying. I also, I love buying journals. Like I love, I love buying all different types of journals. That's like, this journal takes you through this, how, how to think about this and how to think about, I, and I'm always so excited. And then I like, will like start one and then I'll start a different one. And then I'll buy a million planners. Like I just find it fun to have them. That's why like, I love the clever Fox planners because they don't have dates in them. So if I like use one for a few weeks and then I skip a few weeks and then I pick it up again, it's like, I don't have to waste the whole planner.
1: Yeah, I got like two, right? This is the one I carry everywhere. This is the one I'm currently filling up, but like I have journals everywhere. I have one right here. I have oh, one next same. to my bed.
0: <sighs> I have like five planners right here on this desk and also like three journals. No, I have f- four, note- uh, four notebooks right here.
1: I like this one for its size. I gotta get back to using it. I like this one cause it's bendy, it just feels good.
0: My problem is that like when I buy journals, I start to devote them to something. I'm like, this journal is gonna be devoted to my work with this magazine. This journal is gonna be devoted to my novel revisions for this book. This journal is gonna be devoted to, um, I don't know. But the thing is that then when I'm like, okay, I just wanna start journaling. I'm like, ah, oh, but all of these books are already devoted to something. And then I can't, I can't do anything else in it or else I'll feel like a mess
1: yeah and i'm I'm up there with you. I mean, like it, it the whole thing with journaling is it shouldn't be intimidating. It should be convenient. I mean, the, the that's one of the things that atomic habits really, stuck with me and I keep praising this book to the point that everyone's going to read this and I should get like a, an affiliate check for it. Yeah, at this get point. an
0: affiliate link for uh, this book because, because you promote it all day long. Can we put
1: affiliate links in, in, in the stream from now like for the books that we're talking about? Like like Atomic I Habits. I
0: wonder, I wonder. Maybe I could start getting some affiliate links for things that could well, be. Well you, you can
1: get an Amazon affiliate link like within seconds. A- Amazon's easy. Um but as far as like um atomic habits is concerned I love how it really pushes the idea that the life that you want to live, the difference between someone who's highly self-disciplined and not that self-disciplined, it's not that far of a distance. It's even the author says it himself. He's just really efficiently lazy. He designs his day so that the things he has to do are the most convenient things in the world. It's why when I have to do, it's why like, for example, when I had to go running this morning, I knew that one of the things that always gets in the way of running is finding socks. So I found socks last night and put them in my sneakers. So I wouldn't have to look for them. Um, when I do yoga, I the first thing I do in the morning is I lay the yoga mat out and then I go and get my coffee and do everything I need to do to wake up because just having it there in front of me makes it incredibly convenient and it's right there and it's judging me until I do it. So the idea that making the things that you have to do your convenient decisions in life uh, really does push you in the right direction.
0: Okay, but how do you make the will to make up to wake up in the first place?
1: Oh, I mean I don't like, know it's a-
0: that's the that that is actually the hardest thing for me it's just I think it's from my medication too is the thing I struggle with the most is that I wake up I struggle to wake up and I struggle not to fall asleep like all throughout the day I'm just always want to sleep
1: I mean I don't know cuz each person's desires are going to be different so unlike yeah. self help gurus there's no one size fits all the, the idea okay. of making something more convenient fits for everyone but the actual application of it does not fit like the same for everyone that being said i think you've done a good job by starting this stream because now you do wake up before 8 a.m on a regular basis
0: i do appreciate that however sometimes i fall back asleep after the stream without even wanting to
1: but it, i just fall asleep
0: against my will all the time it's not good uh,
1: the fact still remains though that you were up and you did something productive. And then even if you fall back asleep, you at the very least did something productive in the morning that can catapult you through the rest of the day.
0: That is true. That is true. I'm trying to find a picture. I think I almost found it. Oh, because I sometimes save things in random weird folders. Um, I want to show everyone the sweatshirt that I made the other day because I'm proud of this. I have um, one that's in the mail to me. And also I sent one to RK. Thank you. You're welcome. But
1: yeah, So we were thinking about doing uh, They're asking if you've spoken to a doctor um, If you don't get up You don't make money There, Joseph made it easy for you
0: That's true is it I was right? going to say I, I think your
1: horniness for capitalism is a good alarm clock
0: This is the sweatshirt that I made on
1: With art Shout With out Socko
0: Soco. so- yeah. Shout out to Socko For this fantastic art um, Tip your waitresses
1: And shout out your artists
0: Absolutely. So this is the sweatshirt that we have so far um, that's coming in the mail to us soon. And then we can, uh, if people like it, we can make a little merch site. Maybe we can make a, I don't know, what's a good merch site? Teespring or something? Or Big Cartel is what I normally use, but. I'll
1: figure it out. We might make some MAGA products too, just to make money off of them.
0: Yeah, why not? Yeah, just make some merch for everything so that people will pay us.
1: Their blood is red. Their money is green. I have no issue making money off of them.
0: <laughs> so this is the sweatshirt that we are going to be having. I, I love it. I think it's very cute.
1: Uh, but yeah, no, I'm super excited for that, and I, I think that um, we're gonna have some fun making different products for this uh for the stream that we can start giving away in the Prices Right.
0: Yeah, I want to start giving away prizes. I think that'll be fun. Also, we're we're like trying to decide if we should make a joint bank account, and become legally business partners.
1: Yes, I w- th- that is a conversation we've been having off stream, but I guess everything about our lives together is public when we're together. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. I, no, feel it's like, all good. I feel
0: like that was a passive-aggressive <laughs> way of being like, Savvy, why do you air all our public our private business to the public? I was <laughs> no,
1: trying to be passive-aggressive. I was laughing at the situation. <laughs>
0: Yeah, normally if people tell me you should keep this thing private, I will take it to my grave. But if people don't tell me, I just assume that we can always talk about everything everywhere.
1: No, you you absolutely can. I appreciate it. I'm (laughs) just making a joke. Because, I mean, hey, the good thing is I don't need to worry about you saying, guys... I got screenshots and receipts from voice messages from <laughs> RK in two months. You'll just do it the next day. We're good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you did send me some voice. I have screenshots and voice messages of all the shit you sent to me yesterday, which was you singing. We're singing Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears that I could expose you for being. I've done being that on screen. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, you string. have. <laughs> no,
1: I, I, I sing another one too. Did I sing Zombie? Because I, I was listening to a lot of the Cranberries yesterday.
0: Rest I don't think you saying zombie, because I love zombie. I think I would have remembered that.
1: In my head. No, no, not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was just, RK was sending me all these voice messages last night that were him just, like, singing songs, and then being like, now you have the voice memo, and you have the receipts, and then <laughs> let's sing something else.
1: Yeah. Uh, my, my night was fun. We I, Aaron and I watched Animal House. I refused to work out. Um, I sent you voice memos, and I sent savannah pictures of my parents new puppy
0: oh <laughs> oh yeah last night last night i was having a chat with savannah marie shout out to savannah marie the anti-mlm youtuber she's great of course They're yeah
1: having- we, we just talked to the same people the same we were, like i was talking to Pot and then you were talking and
0: i was vice versa. yeah so i was talking to her and we were talking about how we're gonna have like a a diss track battle that like you know just to like just because there's always so much drama on the internet that we're like let's just Let's just have a diss track battle. So we're trying to figure out how to do that because we thought it would be fun to have like Sav versus Sav. Savvy versus Savannah diss track battle.
1: The Savvy diss. The the, 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 the Savvy business beef. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, we're going to see if we can orchestrate a manufactured diss track rivalry. Straight up parody
1: to Bitch Lasagna.
0: Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, then you don't even have to really give it much thought. Like, you just have to fill in it's it's just mad libs at that point.
0: Um Eva has a great suggestion, which is that we could just start a pyramid scheme with our merch.
1: We were talking about that actually.
0: Were we? That, we were talking about starting a pyramid scheme. We were talking uh, about just, if, just so if the government is watching this, we were talking about it as a joke. It's a joke. We're, we're not going to start a pyramid scheme.
1: If the government is watching this, we were talking about an MLM, not a pyramid scheme, and we were going to <laughs> donate Funds to your campaigns, so yeah. Whichever
0: government money. official is watching this, we were—it was you specifically—that we're going to donate to, and you, not your this abundance. is a general
1: you, okay? The gen, the not this is not the corporal you. This is the general you. We were going <laughs> to donate money to your campaign. <laughs> Uncle Sam needs you, and so does our MLM.
0: Yeah, you guys all be on the ground level of our merch pyramid scheme.
1: I'm just adding my journal. Savvy wants to fabricate beef with savannah
0: (laughs) you like document everything in the journal it's gonna be like oh one day you'll publish your journal and everyone's business will be out there and it'll be a big expose you
1: mean everyone's just gonna see my attempts at doodling snakes and penises (laughs) (laughs) penises. there's just a lot of weird like i i draw a lot like geometric shapes like, it's writing, and then it's, like, cubes. It's like, <laughs> it's like, dear diary, here's a deep, dark secret, and here's a pyramid. <laughs> yes, y'all, and just remember, you're going to get into this MLM at the start. So all you can actually go find your thousand closest friends and make a lot of money. And we're going to be selling canned air.
0: Canned air, that's brilliant.
1: So I, I have a can right here. And you have air right there.
0: Very. Smart. Or we start a church. Could start a church. We could start a church. Start 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 a church. That would be yeah. fun.
1: The church it of be Planet fun, B.
0: like all the way to let's just start some cults. Let's just scam everyone. If the government is watching, we're joking. We're not going to. If do the it. government's watching, we'll pay
1: you. Like we'll do tell, <laughs> tell us The cult tax we will pay it. You
0: clearly have one, even if you deny it way too many cults pop up oh yeah oh definitely i feel like all of us are in at least one cult without realizing it
1: yes even if it's your political party
0: yeah i think well i think for most people the cult that they're in is their political party
1: yes i did see that john oliver started a church as a joke on his um on last week tonight or whatever i I don't watch john oliver enough which is sad because he's hilarious
0: He's funny, but I feel like his, he's also very surface level. I loved his like MLM expose that he did, and I think he has some really funny jokes, but I also think that like what he... I feel like he has a lot more potential to reach people who are people who don't already agree with his positions on things if he would have ex- explained things clearer, but he, he never explains things. He just kind of says the surface level thing and then makes a joke out of it, which I get is his thing, but I feel like it, it ends up being just kind of empty entertainment in the end.
1: I don't know when he did that piece on how WWE wrestlers get completely fucked over by the McMahons that that felt.
0: I didn't see that one. So I'll have to, Uh, yeah, I also thought his thing about beauty pageants was good. Like that one was pretty like, but he did one about like the wage gap, which I feel like was not informative and would not really help convince anyone that there's an issue. That's a broad
1: topic. Like, if he wanted to do that instead of doing the wage gap, he should have done, like, one specific example.
0: Yeah, well, also, it's because... Well, the fact that it's a broad topic is kind of part of the issue already, and I feel like that could have been something that was addressed. I just feel like... Like, I liked his MLM Companies Expose, where he talked about Herbalife and things like that, but I also feel like he could have also gone deeper in that because... Like the jokes were good, but there and it was kind of funny, but I think that there are also some more like factual or historical things that's important to get in there just just for more of an educational thing.
1: Savvy kinda likes Sean Oliver, but thinks he's too shallow.
0: Yeah, basically. And he he also yells about how it's current year too much. He'll be like can you believe this? It's 2021. Can you believe like, like he's be like, guys, it's 2016? How could we keep like he just yells about like it's like I know what year it is, John Oliver. He just reminds me what year it is constantly.
1: I don't know. We remind people that they have bowel movements too constantly.
0: We do, I guess. We do. And here's the thing, though, is that this is some uh exposure therapy for me because it'll help me get over my OCD.
1: Which is which is real. It's that exposure therapy. I mean, actually, I was having a talk with my um my great local hero uh brandy and she was talking about the uh the the importance of uh, of exposure therapy and them not hiding from your fears or else they just grow Uh, i had a nice talk with her about that pretty recently
0: does that mean i just have to like let people fart around me all day
1: nope nope i don't think that's what it means i just think it means you don't run away
0: (laughs) (laughs) whenever someone farts i run into the other room like i actually like physically run away it's uh it's kind of rude it's only if
1: you hear it right like it's not if you if it's what if it's silent but deadly
0: I will probably also run away.
1: <laughs> but you gotta look at it from the positive side. You didn't run away at the act of the fart, you ran away at the scent, so you actually lasted a little longer.
0: I guess that counts as some exposure therapy.
1: Rest in peace, MF Doom.
0: Uh,
1: I was having yeah. a talk with Gray about this. This is my therapy session, real quick. MF Doom's one of the greatest to ever. Do it. Miss him. Um, but to just demonstrate how truly great he is. This is a guy who died in October and we didn't find out about it until like end of December or start of January, I'm blanking on it right now. And think about how incredible that is to be so great and such an enigma that you were actually alive for two months longer than you were alive for. Like everyone thought he was alive for two additional months. That's how great he was.
0: That is pretty amazing.
1: Not many people can live two months after their death.
0: That, yeah, that is pretty amazing.
1: And I guess that answers the question. I, he died, uh, he, he was announced dead in December because he died at like end of October. If you've smelled it, it's too late, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, <laughs> with that, um, feels like the energy in the stream is, is starting to fizzle. So I am going so, to-
0: Yeah, let's announce- wrap the stream up.
1: A wrap up, announced? yeah. yeah I'm going to announce a wrap up, y'all. This is this is. A, I was going to make a condom joke about wrapping it up, but that doesn't fit anymore. Like a magnum. Um, let's,
0: <laughs> let's see. That was good. I'm never going to leave you hanging again, man. Never. You're, you're, again. you're
1: on fire. I love it. I on fire. Okay. Uh, I love y'all. I appreciate that. This yeah. is obviously a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think I say it enough, but I text savvy constantly about how grateful I am. That we yeah. Started. Every
0: day RK texts me like, Oh my God, I'm so glad we do this morning show. And I'm like, me too, dude. Like this is my new favorite thing that I do. So I am super excited to see you guys again tomorrow where we will uh, discuss more about goop and Gwyneth Paltrow. And we will discuss what we're moving into next week, which is going to be Jordan Peterson and all the stuff that we're planning to do for him. So we will have our you know, Friday wrap up and transitional thing. A few people on YouTube have asked me if I can make some wrap up videos because they don't have time to watch all the streams, but would like to see some of what we're doing. So I'm probably gonna start working on some wrap up videos for this kind of thing too. Uh, so that'll be on my main channel. Um, just so everyone knows for legal reasons, I just so everyone knows, disclaimer, I'm not actually starting a cult. There will be no cults. I'm not a cult leader. <laughs> government Government, we're we're coming to pay you
1: we're gonna give you so much money let us start this cult um just so y'all know too if y'all still want to look for a live stream sacco streaming right now on the witch twilight tag
0: cool all right everybody well we will see you again tomorrow morning same time same place have a great rest of your day don't forget to support small businesses uh subscribe to rk's channel subscribe (laughs) to my channel so subscribe uh, to the Gray and Gold podcast
1: if you want to support or me. Or
0: watch, watch the Gray and Gold podcast. Watch, listen to the Gray and Gold podcast. There's nothing to see. Yeah, and, it's on yes. sorry. Yeah. And vote for Forever Home Friends in the FedEx Small Business Grant Contest. Thank you guys for being here. Love you all. See you tomorrow. Bye.